0: Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shir. We are beginning today's shir, Chalamoid Pesach, in Simen Dalad, Sif Yud which is the last line on page Yud, about to turn on to page 20. The Mechaber says in Sif Yud Ches, Elud Varem Netila Bamayim. The following things require the washing of the hands with water. Hakom Mehamita, one who gets up from bed, like we've been discussing till now. Bayotem Besakise, one who comes out from the Besakise, Umbesha Merchatz and one who comes out from a washhouse, house. The Hanotel Tsiparnov, one who cuts his fingernails, or his nails, the Cholitzman Allah, one who takes off his shoes, the Hanogia Ba one who touches his feet, the Khofe Frosha, one who rubs his head, omrim Om Afa Holech Benhamesim. There are those who say that you have to wash your hands even if you walk amongst the Mesim. Umes, one who touched a mace. Omisha um, mafli caleb, one who is delicing his garments. Vahmeshamish mitasa, one who has beer with his wife. Vahnogia bikina, one who touches a louse. Vahnogia begufo biyada, one who touches his body with his hands. One who does any one of these things and does not wash his hands. If he's a Tamil Chacham, his learning will be forgotten. So it's a very serious thing to wash your hands at these times. And if he's not a Tamil he will go out from his Das and we'll see what that means in the Mishibura. Let's start the is back on page Yud. So the following items, Tsrichim, Netila, La Ruach Ra Hashora Ayudeza. The reason why we we need the tilas yadayim by all these things is to remove the Ruach ra that is hovering on the hands. Al Kenyu Maher Lito Takev. Since the reason is to remove the Ruach ra, we want to do it as quickly as possible. One should wash as soon as he can. tia Also the washing should be until the wrist. The at At the very least it should be until the knuckles. But if it's not because of one of these things mentioned in the Mechabe, but rather because his hand got dirty with some kind of cement or tar or other kind of uh, junk, there the issue is not a Ruach ra issue, and it's only a cleanliness issue. All he would have to do in that case is wipe off his hands where it is dirty, and that is enough. And we'll discuss the halachas in terms of washing for tefillah later on in Simen Tzadi Beis. So what the Mishabura is telling us over here in Sifkaton Lamanches is that all these things require Nathila Shadayim to remove the Ruach ra, even though as we'll see shortly in the Mishabura, it's not so pashit. But when it is Attila to remove the Ruach ra, it should be done as quickly as possible. However, if it's only because of Lich got on the hands, then one does not need water, he just needs to clean off his hands. Says the Mishaburavaita in the last line on Page Youth Siv Kotan Lamitas, one should wash his hands for these things bimayim. Afdu Tfila, the Torah, die akhar kol even though in order to davan and certainly in order to learn Torah, it's enough with any of these things just to clean off your hands, like we'll see later on in Sivchoves, to marry become Minhamita, where it's talking about when one gets out of bed. The And certainly by these other things. However, when it comes to removing the Ruach ra, there you need specifically water. It's not enough just to wipe your hands off. Says the Meshavura, a very important point over here. We're on the second line on page 20. You do not need to wash your hands three times on each hand except for when one gets out of bed. There are those who are machmir washing three times on each hand besides when one gets out of bed, but also when one walks around the mesim, or when one has beer with his wife, that in those two cases, one also, some are machmir to wash three times. And the Sefer Hechel HaKodesh is Machmer even further that when one comes out of the Beis HaKisei, he should wash his hands three times. However, however the Mogin Avram disagrees with him and says when one comes out of the Beis HaKisei, he does not need to wash his hands three times. Continues the mishabura Viter in Sivkoton Mem. The Mechaber in his list stated that one who comes out from the Beis like needs to wash his hands. Zat Mishabura, this is not limited to one who actually used the Beis Ha-kisei. Even if one just walked into a Beis Ha-kisei, when he comes out, he should wash his hands. And the next case that's listed in the Mechaber is one who goes into the Beis Akisei, and the Mishabura points out it's even if he did not wash in the Beis Akisei. And the reason is, and that is because there is a Ruach Ra that is found in a Beis Akisei and a Beis and therefore even if one did not use the Beis or the Chatz, he just walked in and walked out he would need to wash his hands now in the notes we find a couple of interesting things over here, the first a very important point is found in note 49 um, and that is in terms of a Beis nowadays does this apply, does this not apply so he writes in terms of a bathroom nowadays in terms of a bathroom nowadays Lo din be'sakise. We discussed this earlier in uh, in this chelek, that there is something in the Gemara in called the be'sakise parsoi, where the toa goes down and it's on a slant, so it automatically will roll away from where you are. And there, that did not have a din of a beisakise. So, the postgames, as we're discussing in this note, have a discussion, have a suffix of whether our bathrooms, where you flush a toilet and the tsoa is sent away, if that's like a beisakise de parsoi, which does not have a din of a akisei, or no, since nowadays the way the toilets are set up is that the tsoa goes into the toilet first and it stays there, and only when you flush it goes out, so maybe since it remains there for a little bit of time before the flushing, maybe it has a din of a regular beisakise. The chazunish is masupika bath- it, as well as of Moshe Feinstein and the Minchas Yitzchak. So all the posthum seem to be about what the status of our Beis Hakisei is nowadays, and they say that one should be Machmir. That's point number one. So that would mean it's not so posh that if you walk into a bathroom nowadays and you come out that you have to wash your hands if you don't use the, the Beis Besakise, but one should be Machmir to yes, wash his hands. Um, continuing in Note 49, he discusses a very important point as well. What about washing one's hands in the Beis HaKisei after one used it? Um, this comes up in Chutzlar. It's much more than in Eretz Israel because in many places in Chutzlar, unless you're in a yeshiva or in a shul, there's nowhere really to wash your hands outside of the Beis HaKisei unless there happens to be a water fountain outside, So the Chazinesh tells us a very important thing. The Chazanist says that if you wash your hands in the bathroom, and you go out with your hands still wet, that's going to be okay. And it will be like washing your hands without a cleek. Which we saw in the last sif, it's not so pushy that you need a clea anyway. The Avram says you did not need a cleave. There was some that say they didn't oh that was actually in terms of washing three times, not with a clea. We didn't discuss whether you need a clea or not. But here the Chazanisha is saying that if you walk out of the Besakise with your hands wet and you dry it outside, that would be considered a good natila outside just without a clea. The Minchaz Yitzhak says that there is no Eitzhak, there's nowhere to wash your hands outside. One could be there washing his hands inside the Beis Velit, Again, but this is all based on the Chumr that we had before, that our Beis would have a din of a Beisakise, that you have to wash your hands when you go outside. But if our Beis has a din of a Beisakise de Parsoi, where you don't have to wash your hands when you leave, there would be no problem with washing your hands in the Beisakise itself. Now another interesting point. It's a side point that's brought up here. A very, very lemaisa of Can one wash his hands in the bathroom for a suda? So the chazanish writes It's hard to be makel And Rav Moshe writes that one is aser to wash his hands for a suda in a bathroom. Fine. And they add on to wash your hands in the bathroom for davening purposes. Since for davening you don't really need an appeal, you really just need to clean your hands off. Then you could be lenient to wash your hands in the bathroom if there's no other etza and to ideally dry them outside. Let's just look at one more note. Note number 51 points out that وبنز دامنلو براخ ش این وای ورخ we said when a person comes out of the Beis Akise or the Beis he should wash his hands because of the Ruach Ra. But if when he goes out, immediately he happens upon a bracha, that if he doesn't make it out, he's going to lose it. For example, a bracha on thunder or lightning, that you have to say, of seeing the lightning or hearing the thunder. But he has the Ruach Ra that showed on his hands from being in the Beis of or the Beis So the mishavura says later on, One does not have to be cautious to wash his hands before making that bracha. Unless his hands are, are mamish dirty, he would be able to make the bracha just because the ruach is on them that would not stop him from making the bracha. Continues the Mishiburah Vaita in and Mem Aleph. It's continuing in our list in the Machaber of when one has to wash his hands. We said after cutting the nails and then we said after taking off one's shoes. So the Mishiburah says, Why does one have to wash his hands when he takes off his shoes? Because one touches his shoes when he's taking them off. But if one did not touch his shoes when he took them off, he used one foot to take off the other shoe and vice versa. So then he would not require washing of the hands when he takes off his shoes. It's not a din in taking off the shoes. It's a din in touching the shoes when you take them off. V'acholetz Minolov the the chofef rosho, mishum ruach ra. And here the mishavura adjusts the machaber slightly. The machaber gave a list and said all these things are because of ruach ra. And here the mishavura, in the first wide line tells us that one who takes off his shoes, like we just mentioned, and one who touches his feet, and one who rubs his head, there the netila is not mishum ruach ra. Rak mishum the which means certainly in those cases you would not need to wash three times on each hand. And Alkain ain't sarachl litol take if you also would not have to rush to, to wash your hands, because again, the rush is only when you're trying to get off the Ruach Ruach. Which is not the case by the other items listed that are because of Ruach Ruach. Now, there's a couple of interesting points that we'll see over here in terms of taking off shoes in Note 52. He brings down. From the Mishabura later on, al Rab in the, the Prima Garden, that stamna layam are ain in the kiosk. Even if you don't see any dirt on the shoes, if you touch your shoes, your hands are considered dirty that you have to clean them off. Um stamna layam are considered not clean. Now what about if one takes off cracks or one takes off slippers? So there we have a machlokus uh vahanogea bado gumi some say that only if you touch a leather shoe, that has the end of a shoe, that's when you have to wash your hands, and that is how the Chazanish holds. However, the Ben Chai says, The Ben Chai says there's no chiluk, and therefore, one who takes off a slipper or takes off a crack would also have to wash his hands lafid the Ben Now what if one only touches the shoelaces but not the actual shoes so again the chazanish is lenient he says one does not have to wash his hands after touching his shoelaces on the other hand Rav yashev is machmir and he says that the shoelaces are considered bottle to the shoes and therefore the same way that if you touch your shoes stam shoes are considered dirty you have to wash your hands Stam shoelaces are also considered dirty and you would have to wash your hands in terms of rubbing, one said, the notes point out in note number 53, The If you didn't rub your hair, you just touched your hair, the Meshavu, is going to tell us later on, just touching your hair does not require natila. Even if you were, you know, wiping your hands on it, as long as you didn't rub your hair, so you would not need to wash your hands for touching or wiping your hair. Says the membeiz. Membez was continuing to listen to Mechab, the the Yesh Omer that said, even one who walks amongst the Mason has to wash his hands for Ruach Ra. So here we see the Allah of washing one's hands when one goes to a Beis akfaros. Says the and Bein be akfaros. This is talking about when one goes to a cemetery, a Beis akfaros he should wash his hands. The Kasa of Ma'aril, Simen Gimel, Sheesh Lito, Kodem, ala akfaros The Ma'aril brings down that a person should wash his hand before he davens by the Kfaros. And he has to wash his hands a second time when he returns to the courtyard of the Beis Akvaros when he comes back from the kever. Because the, the Ruchos Rose escort the ones who are returning from the kever. So apparently there's some kind of Ruachra that goes on someone when he enters the base HaKvaros, so he should wash his hands before the Tefillah, And then when he comes back from the kever. Back to the courtyard of the Beis HaKveros, he should wash his hands a second time. Some on the way back from the kever not only wash their hands, but they also wash their face. And then we said in the list, Misha a mace, one who touched a mace says that them Even a person who goes in to see one mace, in a or a person is escorting a mace. By lavaya, he has to wash his hands afterwards. In No. 55, he points out, So the Chachmas Adam and the Primagodim say that if a person is being malath of a mace, it's only required to wash his hands if he goes within the Aramos of the mace. However, the Chazanish says that if one escorts the mace, he needs to wash his hands even if he's outside of Arba Amos. So Lemaissa... Uh, the Minog is to wash one's hands of escorting a mace, even if he's not within the Ramos, like the Chazanish, but that is a Machlokas in the Poskim. Continuing in the fourth line of the Mish, the fourth wide line of the mishabura by the period. The Minog is that a, to be very mocked, but not to go into another house before one washes his hands. In No 56, he points out that even though it says Bayes Acher, it doesn't necessarily mean that it means someone else's house. Because the Kav brings down that our minog is even into your own house. Not to go into a house before one washes one's hands. And the Bruce says on that, um And the minog of our forefathers is Torah, and therefore that is what one should do. One should wash his hands after escorting a mace or being near a mace. And one should not go into any house, including his own house, until he does the washing. And then we said, if one is delousing his garments, he should wash his hands. Even if he didn't end up touching any of the lice, because he didn't find any lice, but the fact that he was going through the Misa of delousing, he should touch it. The reason over there is, because even if he doesn't find it, maybe he, he hit one on the way, or he smushed one, and he actually got in contact with one of the lice, and therefore he should wash his hands. When it comes to a parish, which is, um, some kind of flea so then it's enough just to clean off his hands Sifkatan Memvav is going on that which the Machaber says if he's noge'a begufo if he touches his body with his hands he should wash his hands Sifkatan Memvav says as if he touches his body in a place where it is dirty where there is sweat over there fine and now in note 58 in the second paragraph the very end of the page he points out what's oh, the what's the halacha about someone who touches his body and he's wet or a person who just took a shower and he touches his body that's that different than if he touches his body stam during the day so if you look at the end of the page over here in the second paragraph of no 58 he writes one who washed his whole body well and he has no dirt left on his body and afterwards he touches with his hands a part of his body, so the Shalosh and Shuvah's Torah of the Shema writes, if his body is still moist, it's still wet from the water, Dino he has a din of still being in the water, and he does not need to be concerned with sweat. Aval, However, turning to the back of the Sefer, after he already dried himself off, in if he touches a place that's normally covered, he needs to wash his hands. And the Eish of the says, Even if you touch your body when it is clean, you do not need to wash. On the other hand, the Kafa chaim is lenient, and he writes, Very important, the Kafah says that if one comes out of the shower and he's clean and he touches a part of his body that's normally covered, he would not need to wash his hands because the whole logic was that he normally has sweat in those places that are covered, but here he just came out of the shower and therefore he would not need to wash his hands. So again, that is a machlokes aposchem. Let's go back to the mishabura in Sifkata Mem Memzayin. We said that the bottom line of all these things that are for Ruach Roach, if one doesn't wash his hands, if he's a Tamil Chacham, he will forget his learning. If he's not a Tamil Chacham, he will be yotze Midaito. What does that mean? Zokta mishabura Sivkatah Memzayin, Ayin Be'al-Yarabah. beal Rabba says the Ruh the Machaber means to say, Dinislabish bo Ruach Shtus. He gets clothed in a ruach shtus, and because of that ruach shtus, he will be led possibly to come to do an avera. Like the Gemara says, the Ein Adam over avera ba because the Gemara in Sota tells us a person does not do an avera unless first a ruach shtus comes in him, and therefore a person who is not a Tamil chacham he will have the effects of being Yotze, midaita, which means a ruach shtus comes in, and that could affect him to lead him to do Averos. Let's go weiter in the Mechaber, on page 20, we are in Sif Yutes. Hamakiz dam mehaksefayim, v'lonotol yodov, one who lets blood from his shoulders and does not wash his hands, shiva shivayomim, he will be afraid for seven days. V'hamigalea v'lonotol of one who shaves and does not wash his hands, m'fachet shloshayomim, he will be afraid for three days. of tziparna v'lonotol yodov, one who... Um, cut his nails and did not wash his hands. The in all these cases, he will be afraid for this amount of time. He will not know why he's afraid. This again is the spiritual effects of not getting off the ruach ra from letting blood, shaving, and cutting one's nails. The Mishabura says the afshar aluka o These other things, one should also be machmiron. We do some very lamaisa shilas that come out of this Sith in terms of, we say over here that when you bloodlet, you have to wash your hands. But if you look in the back of the Sefer in No. 59, he writes, first of all, what is the amount of blood that has to come out to require the fila Sedayim? So Eliyashav says that Mistabra that it's a revius. And then the real Shaila is, let's say a person is going for a blood test or he's going to donate blood, are the rules over there the same as bloodletting that he requires in Tila Shadayim? So Shlomo Zaman Urbal says in note Number 60 that when it comes to a blood test, that you do not need to wash your hands afterwards because the HaKozas HaDom in the times of Chazal was L'Shem Refua. It was not a blood test, it was a refua itself and we don't need to machadesh something on our own. And Rabbi Yoshev agrees to Rosh Al-Zalman. So Rabbi Yoshev and Rosh Al-Zalman say that a blood test you do not need to wash your hands. When one is donating blood, Rosh Al-Zalman writes as well, She shegamhu lo nechshav That's also not being considered that you're dealing in your refua. Ra kaosek she mitzvah. There you're doing a mitzvah, you're doing mitzvah for someone else. One who's doing a mitzvah is not going to know any evil, no evil will befall him. And therefore, says Rosh Hashem Zalman, if one is taking is donating blood, he does not need to wash his hands afterwards as well. Let's continue. Viter in the Mechaber, we are up to Sif Chaf. The Mechaber says in Sif Chaf, One who washes his face and does not dry them well, His face will get cuts, get cracks, or he will get blisters, boils. And the healing for such a such a... Such a thing would be Lirchot Harbibame Silka to wash a lot in um in beach beet juice. Okay, let's go weiter and say bitvila oba achila shalloliga bashok vayarach uba makomos hamuchasin ba a person should be careful during davening or during eating a suda not to touch his leg or his thigh or any places that are covered on a person. Again, because there there is sweat. What is mamu It's sweat, like small pieces of barley. One should also not rub his head. Avam makomos hamagula berocho ha'oref the revealed parts of his head Ubufanov and his face ubamakom hamagula shebizraosav Ainla or the revealed parts of his arms one does not have to be mocked, but not to touch these areas. Says the mishabur and sefkaton memtes if a person is davening vhuadin Bishashu osik Batfila, this also applies not only to one who is davening or eating but also one who is being osik in Torah one who is learning Torah. And the Ramos said, "Ayn la kamon simen tadi beis sifav." The Mishaburu says in din nisbayer shom. There it is explained. Shem omeid ba tfilah. If a person is in the middle of davening, v'niskar shenogu b'mokel and he remembers that he touched something dirty, dai benikyon offer oshe mechachek yada bakosel. It's enough to clean his hands in the dirt, or to rub his hands against the wall, or anything else that will clean his hands. The What's he going to do in the middle of davening? That's again. If his hand is dirty, it's not a ruach ra issue. It is a cleanliness issue, and therefore, just clean off your hands. Umihu. However, im Dayim or If he's not in the middle of esrei, rather he's in the middle of kriyashma or b'suket when he can walk. Yada Then he should walk and he should wash his hands. The Ramah also says that to be in Simen Kufsa, and Simen kuf M'chdalat, so the Meshavur explains what it says over there in Nun Aleph, There it is explained that if one does the wrong thing and touches a covered part of his body during his suuda, he needs to wash again his hands in the regular way for Achilo. However, in terms of making another bracha, the haskama of the majority of the Achronim is not to make another bracha, ayin shab mishabura, and therefore if one touches the covered part of his body during Tfila, he should go wash his hands. Unless he's in the middle of Shmanesray, then he should just wipe off his hands and clean them. If he's in the middle of a suda, he should rewash his hands for Nitila sidayim, but he should not make a bracha. Zakta Mishabura Vaitirin Nun Baez on that which the Machaber said not to touch the covered parts of one's bodies because there is zaya. I am the There the Shachara says that one must be careful from sweat. The Zaya Because all sweat is considered like poison except for the sweat of the face. The similar and the sign to remember which sweat is okay, and not a is the Pasuk Bezaya by the sweat of the face. You should eat bread. So here we see that with the sweat one should eat. So that's the sweat of the ap- Apecha, of the Panim. And therefore, all sweat is considered a except for the sweat of the face. That's just a simmon. That's not what we learn it from. That's just a simmon to remember which sweat is not a samhamavis. And then we said in the Mechaber that one should not rub his hair, his head, or any Mokom that's magula Berosho u'bapanov. Right, we said, one should, does not have to be makbid not to rub his... Uh, sorry, uh, sorry. V'chein shalom was saying also one should not rub his head. Aval, but the mechaber ended off and said in the second to last line, the places that are revealed on the head or on the face or the revealed parts of the arms, one does not have to be makbid. So the mishaburu says in sefkato no the bit V'chein are arechoza, so too by the neck until the chest they used to have their, their necks open down to a little bit lower, that's considered a revealed part of the body, and one would be okay touching that part of the body. The cost of lios And the Masah tells us that all these areas of where one is allowed to touch, because they're considered revealed, is totally in the Minnega of each place, what is the derech to normally be covered, and what is the derech to normally be revealed. And the final mishabura for today is the revealed parts of the arms. One is also allowed to touch ada which is the marpik, which is the elbow. Until the elbow. And so too, if one walks barefoot with his feet, it could be that people who have a custom to be walking barefoot, that's considered an area that is magul on the body and one would not have to wash his hands by touching his revealed feet, unless of course they are dirty. We'll stop here, and Amit Hashem will continue tomorrow in Siv Chav Beis. You have been listening to a she'er from Shas Illuminated.org. For other she'er on many topics, or to hear an eon she'er on any dafin Shas, including Maor on each she'er, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-Shas.